Today on episode 476 of the I Am Salt Lake podcast, we get a chat with Lacey Page and Christy Stoner from Utah Taste Off. In this conversation, we get to find out all about Utah Taste Off, how it started, what it's about, how we can get involved, and how you can get involved. Everything you want to know about Utah Taste Off. The two of them have such a great story. They are so much fun to talk to. They really are. I I think you guys are going to enjoy the conversation. Yeah, but before we let you guys hear the conversation, we're going to introduce ourselves. That's a good idea. That's a good plan. I'm Chrissy Hollifield. Hey, and I'm the husband, Chris Hollifield. That's right. And if you're a longtime listener of the podcast... Thank you for coming back and welcome again. But if this is your first time listening to this podcast, you might be wondering what it's all about. We come here every week with a brand new episode where we get to showcase awesome people here in Salt Lake City and the surrounding areas. We get to talk to business owners, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, food truck owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. All right. Like I said at the beginning, on this episode is Lacey Page and Christy Stoner, the founders of Utah Taste Off. Well, I guess now uh, Las Vegas Taste Off, too. You're going to find that here in the conversation. Spoiler alert. Such a great conversation. I really love talking to these two, and uh, I think you guys are going to love the conversation, too. So let's get into it. Chrissy, didn't we meet you at Five Alls? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I was so excited to talk to you guys. (laughs) I literally, I came home and I was like, oh my gosh, Chris, I'm sitting there eating my dinner and all of a sudden I hear someone quote Aladdin somewhere behind me and I just (laughs) freaked out. I turn around and I had to yell the rest of the line across the restaurant. And then I forced you guys to have like a half an hour long conversation with me during social distancing. When was this? Was this like right at the beginning of the whole pandemic or was this kind of Um, in the middle of it or when was it? It was cold. I was going to say it was cold. There was a fire going. A couple of months ago. Oh, was it just pretty recently? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I thought it was like a year ago. I thought it was like... (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we're finally we're finally going to chat though. I want to find out about Utah Taste Off though. I want to find out let's let's start right there. Like how does it work? Let's well let's find out the story first of all. How it even started? How did the idea start? The story's kind of silly, but I love it. So, for my birthday, I wanted sugar cookies. I didn't want a cake. And so, I conned my awesome amazing friends Lacey being one of them into rounding up all these sugar cookies all over the valley. We caught like 13 different sugar cookies. And that's what we did for my party. We put this little taste test together. I made little voting cards and we tried all of the cookies and had such a blast. Um, Lacey's cute husband posted it on social media and all of his friends were kind of freaking out. This sounds so cool. We want to do something like this. And that was where we got the idea to throw our first party and it was all kind of history after that. So who, who said we should run with this as kind of a business though? Whose idea was that to kind of run with it as something a little bit more than just for fun and games? That was Christy. <laughs> that was also kind of an accident. <laughs> well, an accident. I mean, is it a good, a happy, a good accident? Happy accident. Accident. So me and Lacey had an event planning business and I thought, hey, I'm going to throw this awesome party and I'm going to show everyone that I can throw a big, beautiful party. It just happened to be a fun cookie tasting party to go with it. So I threw it and I was, you know, touting my business and like letting everyone know what we did. And 
no one could care less about that. Like, I was like, okay, that's cool. But when are you doing this again? Because this was really fun. And what's your next food that you're going to do? So when I realized there was a demand for it and that people wanted to do it again, it just kind of snowballed from there. So we threw our first like official taste off um, in July, 2019. And yeah, at first it was just big events. Um, something big and grand that we could do on a big scale and get a bunch of people together, you know, have soda bars and swag bags and raffles and photo booths. And at the end, when we announced the winner, we had confetti poppers. It was, they were amazing. And I'm so excited for the day when we can bring them back. But they were really time consuming. We couldn't do very many of them. So we did one in July. We did one in October. We did one in February of 2020. And then they ended after that. Yeah, they sound like a lot of work. So let's explain to the listeners. I mean, I know how Utah Taste Off works, but let's explain to the listeners in a pretty easy, simple form how the idea works. Like if they want to take part in it, if they want to do it, how, how does it work? How does Utah Taste Off work? So once COVID hit, we kind of trans transitioned into these take-home boxes, take-home kits is what we call them. So every week, there's a different food theme. So right now, just went on sale was cinnamon rolls. So the week of April, the first week in April, you'll get to pick up your cinnamon rolls, but you have to pre-order right now. We have a couple weeks where you can order these cinnamon roll kits. And then once you've pre-ordered them, you get to pick them up at your time and day. We have three different pickup locations in Utah County. Davis County and Salt Lake County and over three different days. So Davis County's on Thursday, Utah County's on Friday, Salt Lake County's on Saturday. And after you go and pick it up, and we just started delivery actually. That was a big exciting adventure to try. <laughs> How's that going? Well, yeah, wow. It's going good. <laughs> oh, good, good. Cause that's that's also a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's just a lot of like do you personally deliver them or you have like the post office deliver them? We have about 18 employees, and so we hired a delivery driver, and we'll just hire him as the demand gets higher, because people are people love the delivery option. Yeah, and like you know, we're still all sitting at home, not really knowing what's going on, and we miss all of these foods, especially those of us who used to go to an office. You would always try a new thing that you saw, a new local this or new that, and kind of got ripped away from us. And so you guys are kind of, it feels like you're bringing the experience to us. Yes. And, and it was like a way, like Christy wanted to find the best sugar cookies. So it was like, well, we got to try them all next to each other. And it's amazing. You think a sugar cookie, they're all the same, but when you sit six sugar cookies and you try them all, it's crazy how different they are. And you thought, oh yeah, this sugar cookie is my favorite. And then you try it next to this and you're like, actually, I kind of like that one better. So it's a really fun way to <laughs> discover which one's actually your favorite and maybe discover something new. A lot of these places people haven't heard of or they've never been up to Davis County because, you know, a vendor might be up in Davis County. And um, so it's just a way to find out about it and find some new places that you can hit if you're, you know, heading north or heading south. You can go, I know where to get a really good donut up in, you know, Davis County or whatever. So it's been really fun. Very cool. It seems like to me that 2020, it was actually a good thing for your business instead of a hindrance on your business. Is is that kind of, 
I'm it, trying to figure well, out how to word that. Am I wording created, that? Yeah. It created a demand that may not have been as demanding, yeah. for lack of a better word. Because, you well, know, we're all sitting was, home. Yeah, we knew we actually we had that problem with our big events because the overhead is so high and we're always limited on how many people we can get into an event based on the size of the venue, right? And so we knew we had that problem. We knew that it took a long time to put one together and we're limited in between. There's all this downtime in between planning events. So yeah, we knew that we had a problem, but we weren't real pressured into figuring that out. So, you know, COVID just like stopped us in our tracks. It's like either you shut your doors or you take this by both hands and you figure it out and you figure it out right now. And it actually was the perfect time for us too, because not only were people kind of bored and looking for something fun to do, but everyone had this awesome sense of community and supporting the local businesses. People wanted to help. And at first we actually offered just like our printables online. We're like, here, go, go buy stuff from the local vendors and do it yourself. And people are like, that's a great idea, but I'm not going to do it. Nobody has the time. <laughs> How about you do it for us and put it in the box. And so that's kind of how it snowballed from there. And it's great. It's great. You can support six businesses all at the same time just by one, buying one thing. So they worked out very, very well in our favor. All right, we're going to take just a couple of minutes and tell you about one of our awesome sponsors, utahmarijuana.org. First of all, I want to let you guys know that when you guys support our sponsors, you're directly supporting this show. Hey, utahmarijuana.org is your number one spot for all things medical marijuana, medical cannabis, CBD, and THC. I don't know if you guys all remember Tim Pickett, if you go back to episode 420, when we found out all about medical cannabis here in Utah, well, now utahmarijuana.org is a sponsor of this podcast. Their team of medical cannabis experts, they make getting your medical card super easy from your first office visit to navigating the state card application and beyond. And with over 20 compassionate and highly skilled qualified medical providers ready to help you find relief, you won't have to search for a doctor willing to recommend cannabis treatment. The patient experience team at utahmarijuana.org is dedicated to helping you get all the way through the process so you can get your medicine legally. And they have been amazing. I know I, I've mentioned it a couple of times, but I am a patient of utahmarijuana.org and I'm up for renewal and they have been so incredible helping me understand how to cross my T's and dot my I's and make sure that everything's in order before it expires. Uh, so right now it, they're offering an exclusive discount to the I Am Salt Lake listeners. You can use the code GREEN25 for $25 off your first visit. Hey, and if you're in the North Salt Lake and Bountiful area, check this out because utahmarijuana.org, they have a location. It's located right next door to Wholesome Co., right there in Bountiful. The address is 580 West, 100 North, number four. It's actually right next to Costco, too. So if you need to get your medical marijuana card, utahmarijuana.org. They're the place to go. They have locations all up and down the valley. So depending on where you're located, they have a location just for you. Isn't it time that you took control of your own health? UtahMarijuana.org. Feel better. How do you decide on what you want? Because it's not just desserts and cookies that you do a taste off with. I mean, like you, I see one up there right now with chili and stuff like that. Like, how do you decide what you're going to do? We really, um, 
use our following like on social media, Instagram and Facebook and ask people like, where's the best place to get chili and where's the best place to get curry? And people love it. It just has created this community where people can share their ideas and their opinions. And it's so fun to see what everyone comes up with. And I learn about new places all the time. So we kind of compile these polls that we take and these, you know, quizzes and where we get all this information on Instagram. And then we do this whole planning meeting where we're, you know, people weren't really into, I don't know, something that people weren't really into that we asked about. Christy, what's something? I don't know. I can't think um, of that, but it was like, no, let's not do that. You know? Yeah. Is that even a thing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who has the best answer? They're all gross, right? There's things that people will request that we wish we could do, like pizza or hamburgers or tacos that someday yeah. we'll be able to do Logistics those. Logistics is a big part of our business. Um, that's a lot of the determining factor of why we don't do a lot of events because sometimes logistically it's just too hard to put together because we don't serve the food hot unless it's a live event, which then becomes a whole, you know, avenue of trickiness on top of it. But if we're delivering it cold, it's something that has to be reheatable when it comes to savory. It just gets a little bit tricky. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. It's true. How did the two of you meet even? You, you, we didn't even go there. How did the two of you meet? Our husbands have worked <laughs> together for... Forever. The past like thirteen years, they've been business partners, and so you just you just hit it off, and uh, you yeah, have, we've it, been friends for a long time. Have you done a business together? Is this your first business that you the two of you done together? Uh, she did event planning with me. Yeah, she started that a little bit before taste off with me. But Lacey is awesome. I needed a bootstrapper, you know, that would jump in and get some crap done, and not need a rule book because that's like. Isn't that entrepreneurial 101, you know? There is no book. You have to figure this out all on your own. And Lacey was the perfect person. And she was eager and willing. And yeah, she's the perfect partner. You have 18 employees, you said? Uh, we actually probably have closer to 30. <laughs> I mean, what do you... I, I mean, um, I, I'm, I'm sure lot. you need it, but what, what do they... Like, what do your employees do? All, what, what do you... Yeah. What do they do all day? Yeah, like what? what do you I mean, because you're not you're not making the cookies. You're just kind of putting these packages together, right? Did you know that we have a Vegas location too? Yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah, so we have four, five ish employees that work just with Vegas, and then the rest that do Utah. But yeah, there's a lot of logistics. I mean, marketing alone. You know, we have like food photographers, our social media girl, our girl that does emails. We have the girl that does the back end. We have two interns, our prep team. We have three managers and all of the prep employees that come and do the assembly line of the kits. We have our vendor relations girl that reaches out to all the vendors to get them to participate. And then we have a logistics manager that puts together all the logistics of each event. So, wow. And the delivery driver. There's a wow. lot. Yeah, no, I mean, I knew, I knew you were busy. I was just curious. It's like, if they're not making well, the cookies like, and stuff. Break, break it down how much yeah. work you guys are doing so we don't have to. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I it, it sounds like every every time you do it, it's it would it would uh definitely come with probably a whole new set of challenges each time, too. So you probably have to rethink every time you're doing it. You know, like cinnamon rolls versus sugar cookies. You'd probably have to package them differently or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's a big part of it. It's we have to reinvent the wheel every week. 
basically, unless we're repeating, you know, cookies are cookies. They're kind of similar, but yeah, we have to get the food before, make sure it fits in the box and all these crazy logistics that. Yeah, we've never repeated, even if we've repeated event theme, we've never repeated the vendors that were in the theme. So if we've done sugar cookies again, every single vendor in the sugar cookie kit will be different than the previous time you've done the sugar cookie kit. So finding all new vendors and there's a lot that goes into teaching them um, about the process too. I mean, it's something very different that vendors have never participated in. It's not a marketing event, but it's not a catering event. And so for them, it's somewhere in the middle and it creates a whole new area of education. (laughs) You know what it makes me, it may, it's like, um, the, uh, glam box of foods, right. Of local foods. Like I subscribe to my beauty box or whatever it's called. And Oh, that comes in the mail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. month I'm like, ah, it's my makeup. And this is like that for yummy local food. It's amazing. It's like the perfect thing. It's super fun. And it's every week. So how can like a local businesses, I mean, I'm sure you're always looking for local businesses to be part of it. So I'm sure we have listeners that have local businesses. Could they just reach out to you if they're interested in having some of their food? In an upcoming box? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess you them. wouldn't say no we to that. all of them. I don't even remember. So there's a whole place on our website. If you go to tasteoff.com. Okay. That you can reach out to us. Because I'm, I'm sure by now you have more people reaching out to you. So you're not having to go out and, and do all the legwork. Because uh, I know how it is even doing the podcast, right? A lot of people hitting me up to come on the podcast. And so it's like, oh, that makes my life a lot easier. So I don't have to go out and find people. Yes and no. There's still a lot of work. It helps to have the social media posts too, where they're asking who has the best ice cream or whatever, and then people tag their favorites. So then they're like, "Who's this? Who is this taste off thing?" And anyway, was there ever a box that you created that you're like, "Oh my gosh, we're never doing that again"? <laughs> like, did you did you find out yes. that some food is not <laughs> worth dealing with? There's a there's a couple. They probably okay. don't want. They probably oh, don't want. They probably don't want to talk garbage about. You know what? That's a fair question. A, I apologize, and I re. No, don't apologize. Take it back, because I don't want to Let put anybody on the spot. I mean, I'm sure everybody's great. It just doesn't maybe package well. Well, there's different reasons as to why we would never redo an event. Um, one, if an event doesn't sell good enough, then obviously it's not worth our time to put the effort into it. So we do try to do our research to try to figure out what people want, because otherwise, you know, we're just wasting our time. Um, so there are ones that we've determined because of that, but there are also ones that we've determined that we would never do again, just because logistically it was a nightmare or it was too expensive. And that's really hard for us. We try to keep all of our kits the same price, you know, $45 a kit for two people to participate. And if it doesn't fit that mold in our budget, then we just can't do it. And we, we've taken chances and some of them have kind of bit us a little bit. Okay. So you could probably tell us some, you could probably tell us some of your favorite kits then. I mean, if you don't want to, you know, those are okay to talk about. Oh, what what have been, yeah, what yes. have been Good. You tell us some of your favorite ones that you've done over this last year. I loved our cheese one. We did a cheese one. I don't know why. I just loved just like cheese. cubes of cheese, like or, or dude, we need to hook them up with Steve, Steve the cheese oh, guy. Steve, he's awesome. 
he does cheese awards. We'll talk about oh. it later. Okay. But yeah, he yes. does he does the Utah Cheese Awards. Super cool. Okay. Guy. So he knows all the cheese he mongers totally and does. cheese creators of Utah. Yeah, we're doing cheese again in, in a, I don't know, a couple weeks. So yeah, we got a couple vendors. They put a wedge of cheese in there. We put a cute cutting board and some crackers so people can actually like turn it into a fun little activity for their family. So that one was really fun. I was really surprised how much my kids liked that one, actually. My favorite, personal favorite, was snickerdoodles. I'm obsessed with cinnamon and snickerdoodles and I had no idea like the variety of snickerdoodle cookies that we would get I thought they'd all be you know a traditional flatter chewier snickerdoodle cookie not at all some had frosting some had cinnamon chips let's see oh, one of them is like a horchata cookie from ruby snaps which is amazing so I was super surprised and impressed with what we got from that and another one of my favorites that I'm actually looking forward to it's coming up soon it's a soft pretzel one I'm so excited for that one. Oh my gosh, I have to have that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will there be cheese sauce? This is, I, I just need oh, to know if I need to bring my I own. I don't know. The dipping sauces? <laughs> it might be a BYOC. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Cheese. As long as I have ample time to prepare, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. That one sounds exciting though, too. I love it. Yeah, we have a cookie butter one coming up too that I'm super excited for. Like all things cookie butter. So there's like a cookie butter sweet roll. There's a cookie butter cookie. You guys know what cookie butter is? I was going to say. Look, um, I've had Trader Joe's cookie butter. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. even know what you guys are talking about. It's okay. Okay. Someone tell it's me. It's probably better. It's so addicting. Oh, it's, it's delicious. It, is, is it yeah. cookie dough? No. You know, you know, like Biscoff cookies. later. <laughs> the airplane cookies. They make like a peanut butter spread with those cookies it's crazy and it's amazing oh ah, you I'm get it to, at trader joe's i'm gonna have to go you check can them get out it at trader joe's the things you learn so let's talk about <laughs> we'll uh, educate about vegas so you expanded to vegas did you plan on that happening or was that kind of an accident Lacey hates we totally planned I really that. Pushed her into that okay one. okay <laughs> <laughs> no vegas was a plan we want to expand be in every state so did you know somebody in Vegas or why Vegas? Vegas is close. has a lot of the same like demographic, a lot of the same audience. We felt like it would be really easy for people here to share with people in Vegas to get the word out a little bit quicker. Yeah, we actually have a lot of people that want to expand to a taste off in their own location. And so I'm kind of, I'm the type of person that I don't feel comfortable giving someone a job if I haven't tried it myself. So like even like to the delivery driver, like I've done everything in our business. And so I'll test it out, see how it works, see what we need to fix. And then I'll give it to someone else. So that was kind of our attitude with Vegas. I'm like, we just got to try it. We just got to see if this business model is duplicatable, if we can work with different demographics and, you know, different food tastes and different vendors. And it's been, it's been great. It's been going exactly how we planned it would. So yay for Vegas. So, and you, you kind of mentioned, uh, in that same question, little, you want to expand. So you want to see this go all over like all 50 States. I mean, you would, would you like to franchise it or something or how would you like to, to see that? Or have you thought that far? No, we've thought about it. We just don't know <laughs> the best approach. That is, it is tricky to expand that much and kind of maintain quality control along the way. That's a big that's like a whole job itself. It is, but it's definitely one we're willing to take on. I mean, we 
we want everyone to have this type of opportunity, this type of family in every community. I mean, it's something that's really passionate to us. What makes each city and each city's food so unique and wonderful is the local businesses. It's not these big chains. You know, we need to keep the uniqueness and we need to keep that in all of these cities. And that's actually one fear I have with COVID is that so many of these local businesses are going to go under that we're going to lose all the originality that all of these cities have to offer. And if my business can come in and help them and help them to get back on their feet, then that is a hundred percent worth every ounce of energy that I put into this and will continue to put into it. I want it everywhere. I want it to help every business and create some wonderful communities and a really cool place, even like where you can go to for local information when you're going on tr a trip or something, you know, you can pull up Dallas taste off and see what the locals like and see what wins all of their taste offs and get a box for yourself and try some food while you're there. So yeah, I have lots of big dreams. I have a hard time sleeping at night sometimes. <laughs> where where are both of you even from? We didn't even find out. I mean, did you both grow up here in Utah or where did you grow up? I grew up in Salt Lake in the Sugar House area. And I grew up in Highland. So just around right, the right, right here close by. Did you ever leave the area? I didn't. I'm in Draper now. So not really. Well, for... For Sugar House to move to Draper is pretty big. It's a pretty that big move is. That's a for people from Sugar House. <laughs> Past 33rd South is like out of, out of the state. <laughs> yeah, I lived in New York for a year, but other than that, I've been here the whole time. So, But we love to travel. And I mean, me and Lacey, since our husbands have been business partners, we travel a lot together. We do a lot of our vacations together. And that food is like, if not number one, number two on our list for everywhere we go. So food's always been a big deal for us, whether we're here in Utah or anywhere else. So I, we always like to find out about, you know, people that come on the podcast here and you mentioned traveling. What are some uh, other hobbies and interests that the two of you enjoy uh, when you're not doing the taste off stuff? Me and Christy are actually both really into CrossFit. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, good for you. Thanks. It's super fun and I love it. It's been harder it's to get really to the fun. gym because of this. Because of COVID or because of, of running a business? Running a business. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of really similar interests, actually. Um, we both love to go to boating and going to Lake Powell, and that's why we're such good friends. Um, mountains are really dear to both of us, um, kind of like a second home. Um, CrossFit. I love spending time with my family and my friends and eating good food, and I love throwing parties and just having fun and being together with people. That's a huge, huge thing for me. Sorry, Lacey, you can give more about yourself. I added you in a lot of mine. <laughs> it's funny because our husbands are like our opposites. Like I'm more like Christy's husband and she's more like my husband. So it kind of makes sense that we both get along really well. <laughs> it's all, and do you have kids? Do you both have kids or no kids? We and do they get along? We both have four kids. And they're pretty close in age. Yeah, we both have four oh and gosh. they're all pretty close in age. Just making along together. That's so nice. Yeah, our oldest are, yeah, they all like hit. 
it's really it's really unique. It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> And now we both have dogs. You guys, I just got a dog today. Big step for me. Oh, yeah, we heard. What kind of puppy? (laughs) It's a Yorkie Poo. Oh, a Yorkie Poo. Oh, my gosh. Those are so cute. The itty bitty. It's so cute. Aww. Congratulations. Good luck potty training. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm sure you want to get back to your puppy. So we just have a few uh, Salt Lake City questions that we ask everybody that comes through here. So, of course, we got to ask you guys. Uh, and then I'll let you get back to your dog. I'll let you get back to your dog. But, uh, you know, we we have family and friends. And when I say Salt Lake City, I say the area, the valley, the mountains, the the uh, area. So we have family and friends that visit us and they want us to give them a tour. Where, where do you guys like to take people? You know, I've had people, the mountains or Park City or downtown Salt Lake or the Great Salt Lake. I don't know if you have any favorite spots you like to take people. If I have a lot of time, I'll take people down to Lake Powell, but that's pretty hard. Um, so if we have to stick in the valley, um, I'll probably take them out on the boat so we can go up to like Deer Creek probably or Jordan L and take them boating. Um, my hope someday is to have a cabin. I love the mountains. My grandparents had a cabin and it was in Midway and we were there all the time. And when I had access to it, we definitely took advantage of it, but I don't have that in my life anymore. And that is a goal of mine to get that back. So mountains, water, and doing some fun things and enjoying the scenery while you're at it. What about you, Lazy? I always tell people to go to Park City just because I think Park City is awesome. My my dad actually owned the Chevron and Camus, which is just a little past Park City. So I love going up that direction and just being in the Uintas and I don't know, anything up there. But I do love the Dodo restaurant in Sugar House. That's always a recommendation I have for people, especially their desserts. Yeah, they do have very good desserts there. What about what about you, Christy? Any favorite local eating spots for you? Do you like any favorite uh, any favorites? Oh my goodness. Food recommendations. You guys, I know way too many places now. It's gotten out of control. You've like decision so paralysis. I have to be, <laughs> yes, I have to be really specific. I'm like, what do you want? Okay, Where's so well, okay, well, let's be specific. Uh, let's be specific then. Ooh, let's, yes. Um, this is going to be like a fun game. Okay. The best cookies that you've had recently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want to know cookies. where the best. Look- oh, yeah, cookies. I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. Well, if you're looking for something super unique, I would say go to Ruby Snap. Um, she uses very, very high quality ingredients, and she just has really, really unique flavors. Um, if they're looking for something, you know, super Utah, I would say go to Crumble because that has, like, Utah written all over it. Um yeah, my favorite's Goodly. Lots of good cookie places out there. Goodly cookie. Yes. Goodly. Warm. Straight. I have never tried those. Their oven to your hands. Ooh. To try those out. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. Go to the ones they have that snickerdoodle with the cinnamon chips that they make. Okay, that's they, like, so make their interesting. Own cinnamon chips and I've never even heard They're of amazing. cinnamon chips. I'm yeah, they make out, them man. in-house and it's called the Cinnajon. It's amazing. <laughs> they also have you a guys, white I can talk food all day this is bad. I know. raspberry white chocolate chip <laughs> cookie it's to die for <sighs> that sounds and good. who is that cookie who has that cookie 
Goodly that's cookie. Also oh, good. Goodly. That's a goodly cookie. Okay. I just want to make sure we're talking about the right place here. Yes. When I go ask for that cookie, they'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll be like, well, Lacey told me. It was so good. <laughs> Call Lacey right now and ask her what cookie it is. <laughs> I'm in the wrong place. Oh, no, that was a crumble cookie. I'm over here at the wrong cookie place. There's, there's two. What's with all the cookie but places? It also depends where you are. Do you, okay. Do you think another cookie place could survive in Utah if a new if another person started a cookie business? I mean, there are so many cookie businesses here. It depends where you put it. Like, take example for example, Twisted Sugar. They're amazing, but they're mostly like northern Utah. They only have like one down in Utah County, and it's in Saratoga Springs. So I'm super lucky because it's right by my house. So yes, they need more, and they need more down there. Like Goodly, they need to come to Utah County. They are killing me. So, but if you came up with something new and different, um, yeah, probably. I just think that you have to have good cookies. That's honestly what it comes down to because there's plenty of people and there's plenty of people that want cookies, even if there's two right next to each other. You just have to have good food. That's all. Yeah, that's all it needs. Probably right. You know, people, I, I hear that all the time. They're like, oh, we have too many of this and too many of that. And it's like, well, you know, if you're good, you're going to, you're going to, the cream rises to the top. So it's true. And so, I do feel we like we need more donut companies. I, that I would agree with. I would agree there. Not a lot of donut shops here. If any place has like the mixed soda, the dirty sodas, I think they'll be fine. There's something about Utahns and their <laughs> caffeine oh my addiction. Gosh. <laughs> That is, it's so true. Like, it's true. Like the lines are, are always addicted. so long. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. We I don't get watching. our coffee at eight a.m. We get our soda. <laughs> they get their soda. Their dirty sodas. <laughs> so rad. You gotta love Utah. Is there anything you would change about uh, about the area, about the valley, about Salt Lake City, if you could? Oh man, what a question! I'm honestly missing. And I guess this is a little more in Utah County than Salt Lake County, but I'm missing a lot of like the sit down restaurants. Um, down here, we don't have a lot of that. Like all we have left is like Olive Garden. I'm sorry. I will not eat there. Like I will go down to Provo to go to communal so I can sit down and have a meal with a bunch of people. And like, I miss that. I miss that atmosphere of like getting out of the rush. And thankfully, if I go to Salt Lake Valley, I feel like I can get that back. But Sandy, Draper, Utah County, we're really missing that. And it's really sad. That's actually all the restaurants that I suggest to people, like place like Rye um, Communal, like any type of like sit down um, farm to table type restaurant where you feel like you can get real food and you're not going to be rushed and you can like enjoy your time. Um, uh, what's the copper onion, like stuff like that. I really like those restaurants. And I, I agree 100% with you. How can, let, let's run down the list of like how people can uh, find out more about Utah Taste Off, how they can, you know, take part of the kits if they want to and find out more about the projects you have going on, why we kind of wrap this episode up a little bit here. So we have an email list that you can join and all of this you can find on tasteoff.com, just tasteoff.com. Um, join our email list because you'll get an email announcing what's, you know, going on sale. And it's every Monday something new goes on sale. And they'll be on sale for a couple weeks. Um, and then you have to pick up, pick your location to pick up or delivery. 
<laughs> but yeah, our our email list or the website will give you some information. And Instagram's huge. We love our Instagram page. It's beautiful, beautiful food pictures and photography and a fun place to be part of a community. Yeah, definitely follow your Instagram page. If, if they don't, if, if people don't do anything else, but follow your Instagram, at least do so that. worth it. It is. Yeah. Beautiful. I agree. Yeah. yeah. But of course we want people to get your kits, you know, the little taste off kits is, but, uh, Chrissy has a final question that she asks everybody that comes through here. So I'm going to let her uh, take over and ask a question. It's been awesome to talk to the two of you and find out more about Utah Taste Off. And I always tell people, you know, let's catch up down the road. Got to hook you up with the kit. Good. Awesome. I know. I was just looking at it. I think I'm going to order the cinnamon roll kit because, oh my gosh, cinnamon rolls. I I love them. And they're huge. Oh my gosh, they're so big. And I won't be able to eat them all. It comes with so many that we couldn't fit them all in one box. So with this one, we have to use two boxes for all of them. So it's a lot of food. Man, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I got to get one of those tonight. But- I'm going to let you guys have an evening, but before I do, could you each leave us with uh, a piece of life advice or a motto? I'm a, I'm a big promoter of living in the moment and really being present in the moment and not allowing you to, or not allowing yourself to worry about the past or worry about the future, because I feel like you really can't have joy unless you're right here, right now in it. And that's my biggest tip is live in the moment and yeah she's so good at it too that is a skill that's a hard thing to do what about you christy one thing that i have realized in my adulthood is that i'm pretty good at not taking offense to things and it has benefited me in my life dramatically um first of all You know, you just have to realize that we're all people. We all make mistakes. We all say stupid things. We all have opinions. And we have to be open to change and open to development. And someone might have, you know, something to say. They might, it might be worthwhile. It might hold value. They might not be the only one out there. So you have to take what people to say, what people say and be able to let it marinate and take it into account and if you can change yourself for the better based off of you know someone's comment or opinion then that's great you know to be able to better yourself and to better you know your business or whatnot but then if it doesn't hold value and you realize that it's not something that is beneficial in any way to be able to let it go and to not let it affect you and who you are or your business or your value and to not let it weigh you down. I think that you will benefit in your life if you can hold true to that. Thanks again to Lacey Page and Christy Stoner for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All of the links that we mentioned in this conversation can be found with the episode show notes on our podcast website, which is IamSaltLake.com. And to go straight to this episode, IamSaltLake.com slash 476. Hey, before we wrap up this week's episode and let you guys go on with your day, I want to mention a couple of ways that you can support the show. And it's it's important to support the show, I think, especially if you're enjoying it. It lets, it lets Chrissy and I know that you're out there and that you're enjoying what you're listening to. Uh, so first and foremost, leave us a uh, five-star review in Apple Podcasts. 
even if you don't have an Apple podcast uh, account, I think it's pretty, I think you could still go on there and leave a review if I'm not Maybe. mistaken. It lets us know what you think of the show and it lets others that might be out there browsing, trying to find new podcasts. Let, let them know what to expect. Yeah. You know? So leave us a review. It costs you nothing or better yet, become a Patreon supporter. I can't urge you guys enough to become a Patreon supporter. This helps keep the show alive. It helps keep our lights on. Go to patreon.com slash I am Salt Lake and you can find out more about that. You guys have a great week. Get out and enjoy the city. Support local. And we're going to see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And good night, Grammy. <laughs>